0: Hello and welcome to the Mind Speaks Podcast, where if we never speak our minds, we will never know what it is to have a voice that is heard. I am Robert D. Ferguson, and I would like to speak my mind today and bring you Part 4 of Be Steadfast on Your Course, where we discuss leaders and followers the unity of believers in ministry. Part 4 Be Steadfast on Your Course Now knowing that not all are called to the same work, And knowing that all are not given the same gifts, yet knowing that all are equal in the eyes of God, and all have the same reward, we come to the leaders and followers of the course that God's will has given us. Leaders are different than followers and followers are different than leaders. Through God's will we are directed to be one or the other. A leader may rise from the ranks of the followers, and a leader by God's will, be returned to the ranks of followers leaders and followers the unity of believers for all are not called to neither lead nor are all called to follow but one may be called to lead and the rest to follow he or she that is called to lead let him or her lead with humility and harmony with the Word of God lest they fall prey to the will of the flesh which leads only by pride and self-centered interest and those who follow let them follow in faith that God has appointed a faithful trustworthy and wise leader. Least they also fall prey to the will of the flesh where they cause division among themselves in judging who is fit to lead, even who is fit to follow. When in council, pray that we are given grace to follow without division among ourselves, that we are all, of like mind, of one accord with the will of God, nor that we in secret grumble and descend from the council of leadership." This would also apply to the course of leadership by God's will, directs the followers to take. If we as a follower are not of one accord and if we are not led by the will of God to follow this particular course, it is best that we remove ourselves from the unity of the course, than to remain an obstacle that would cloud the vision of others. The same should be said of a leader, if we are in doubt of our leadership and the will of God is unclear, We should remove ourselves from leadership and allow another to rise from the ranks for we may be a better follower fruitful and blessed by following than to be a leader whose weakness in leadership may cause the course to stumble always be able to be truthful of your counsel and not offended by another's counsel for all who counsel are equal in the eyes of god and of those who follow the will of god therefore with humility accept the counsel of others and allow the unity of believers to vote on the course they think best. Always remembering to first seek prayer for guidance from the will of God. And if the course that is chosen is not of your counsel, remember it is the will of God that choose the course, and not the will of man. Pride defeats the will of God. In all things pray for guidance and counsel from God, for the vision and the ministry, that it is the will of God and pray that his hand is touching all concerned, sharing the same vision, and asking for the same commitment or promise. Pray for discernment so that you are made aware of any obstacles that may cause your course to falter and for those who follow that course not to stumble. Now if your course is suddenly riddled with obstacles whereby it is a daily trial and tribulation to start your course, and where you find stumbling blocks that prevent even the short course to come to a fruitful conclusion, consider this, is it still the will of God working in you, or the will of the flesh directing this course? The will of God will remove all obstacles that face us even those that are seen and unseen, no matter how large or small. Through us he will make us an example for others in building their faith, increasing their strength, and sharing his vision, to be like-minded and in one accord with his will and if that vision fails this test either in part or in whole and is of the flesh then god will not allow this like-mindedness or one accord to work together in others therefore we should always be in prayer as a leader to first ask in humility forgiveness for failing to receive clarity of the vision second for guidance in revealing where the vision became the will of the flesh and not the will of god Third, in prayer ask for revival of the vision, for God is just to forgive and forget and allow revival of our course. For the vision may well be the will of God, but the will of man interferes with the vision coming to fruit and completion. Now, I am of like mind to say, that after we have started our course, having passed the first test, we may still have misinterpreted the vision as being wholly of the will of God. For we may have not allowed fully the armor of God's word to protect us and may still be allowing the will of the flesh to allow us to cloud that vision. This is because we have failed to put on the new man to which Paul describes in Ephesians 4 verses 17 to 32. Ephesians 4 verses 17 to 32. The new man. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind. 18. Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. 19. Who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. 20. But you have not so learned Christ, 21. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, 22. That you put off, concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, 23. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, 24. And that you put on the new man which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. Do not grieve the spirit. 25. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. 26. Be angry, and do not sin, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. 27. Nor give place to the devil. 28. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. 29. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. 30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. 31. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you, with all malice. 32. And be kind to one another, tender hearted forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Often we may err in following the will of God or in recognizing the will of the flesh working in us. Whether we are a leader in the Course, or a follower, I am of like mind to know that God does not fault us for this error. However, if we are revealed our error either by those prophesizing over us through discernment, the voice of God talking through them, or by self-evaluation and through scriptures the truth of our error, and we ignore what is right and true, then I am of like mind to believe that God will be just to remove us from our course for a season until we are in accord with His will and living His word. Therefore, if what we perceive to be God's will in our life, and it is truly the will of man undermining our walk, we should be faithful before God to ask for his forgiveness, his guidance, and redirection regarding our course. For in truth the vision was always of God, we might just not have understood the course of action needed to take, before we took that course and because we failed to put on the full armor of God. Paul gives us warning and a course of action for us to take in Ephesians 6 verses 10-20. Ephesians 6 verses 10-20 to 20 the whole armor of God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 11 Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 12 For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. 13 Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. 14 Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, 15 And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, 16 Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. 17. And take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. 19. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. 20. For which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly, as I ought to speak. With this full armor in place, the living word of God living in us, we are more than capable. We are able to speak boldly regarding our faith in God, defending against spiritual wickedness, having girded our waist with truth, wearing a breastplate of righteousness and our feet ready with the gospel of peace and the shield of faith to defend us from the evils we face daily. And with the helmet of salvation, and the Sword of the Spirit, the Living Word of God, we can preserve any true course we take in the Lord's name and cause revival in our vision and ministry. We must break now and return with Part 5 where we find that faith that comes from God endures. Stay tuned for future podcasts on social and cultural issues, poetry from the Grey Ghost, that concern how we speak, think, and live. You can find my podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, and you can also find me on Medium.com, WordPress.com, Facebook, Twitter, Unsplash.com, ViewBug.com, Photocrowd.com, just key in the search word Robert D. Virgson. May God bless you, wherever you may be. This has been an electronically read podcast to present the story in as clear and exact words as possible. I am afraid that my diction and words are not as clear and pronounced as I would wish. Also, it's a novel way to produce the podcast exactly as I have written the script, article, or poetry without stumbling over my words if I read aloud.